0: Welcome to Business of Design. Business of Design is the world's best business training for interior design professionals like you. The Business of Design podcast offers immediate, actionable strategies and a glimpse into some of the many field-tested, proven systems you can implement to transform your business and your life. After the show, head to businessofdesign.com and get started with the BOD 15-step project management strategy and six foundational programs. Together, they deliver the systems, procedures, and strategies you need to run a successful, highly profitable design business. There's no theory here. The complete BOD business model is yours through Business of Design membership. Business of Design there's only one. And now your BOD Advocate-in-Chief, Kimberly Seldon.
1: Hello, you fabulous interior design professional. I have a question for you. Do you remember the old adage, work smarter, not harder? Were you duped by that like I was? I thought that working smarter, not harder meant I was just going to get more organized. I was going to write more to-do lists, better to-do lists. I was going to get up earlier and stay up later, and then I could approach my work in a smarter fashion. Of course, that isn't, I'm sure, what it was supposed to mean, but that's how I interpreted it. And the fact of the matter is you can't really work smarter if you don't change how you're working, right? So we have something in this episode which is really going to be amazing for you. You can work smarter. It will be super easy and you can do it starting immediately. So says our guest, Carmen Reitnauer. She is a sales representative for a couple of lines, fabric and lighting. And she's on the road a lot. You're going to hear her talk about that. And she says, you guys, we're not using her enough. We could take advantage of her expertise and make our lives easier, make our jobs easier make our projects better, make our clients happier because it's not as expensive to get them to the presentation. So many good reasons why that rep, that sales rep, that vendor or supplier should be part of your A team. Carmen has lots of great tips about how you can start using the people who work adjacent to your business to help you keep your sanity and make more money. I mean, that sounds good, right? Two things that I think are really worthy goals, I have to say. Carmen reached out to us because she'd been listening to the podcast, even though she's not an interior designer herself. And she just had the loveliest things to say about business of design.
2: Okay, sounds good. I wanted to thank you because you and the podcast have gotten me through so many long drives. Like when I'm driving all the way down there to, you know, Savannah, I just pop you guys on and and it gets me there faster.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Well, you have this, you have the ability to reach so many, many interior design professionals and help them do better in their business.
2: Yes, absolutely. And I'm super passionate about that. So I love what you guys are doing.
1: Thank you for that, Carmen. Thank you. It means a lot and we hear it a lot, but we never, ever take it for granted. We work really hard to make sure we are the best, the one, the only the OG place where you can learn how to run projects in a systematic, streamlined fashion. We hope that you will join Business of Design. It's the very best thing you could do for yourself. If you You are an interior design business owner, I promise. We would love to have you join membership. In the meantime, great advice coming up on this podcast. And as usual, Cheryl has announcements. And those are important because you can find out where we are. And we would love to see you face-to-face or on one of our BOD Live Zoom calls. Thanks so much for being here, guys. Great episode. Now let's hear from Cheryl.
3: Well, I'm actually just going to double down on everything you said about membership and BOD Live. Coming up in a couple days, Thursday, December 7th, I'm doing another membership information session. This is just an opportunity. It's about 30 minutes long. I share a screen. I do a quick walkthrough, what it looks like inside membership, the course structure, what's included, and then I answer a lot of questions that I usually do one on one phone calls and emails for about membership from those who are interested in joining us. But it's nice to sort of have that visual where I can share my screen and walk you through what it is that you would have access to through membership. So please do register. It's a free Zoom call. Again, uh, it's usually about 30 minutes long, but you can head to businessofdesign.com, click on events in the main navigation, and get registered for that. Coming up later this month, BOD Live on December 20th, we're talking about salary. So like we've done in the past when we hone in on one of our course topics, we do ask that you take the course in advance. For some of you, that'll be for the first time. Others, uh, you know, make sure you add that to your list and get that done before December 20th so that you can join us. But we really want to focus on paying yourself first and looking back at the year and figuring out what you paid yourself whether or not you earned more than you would have as a you know senior designer working for somebody else and really set goals uh, for 2024. Also for BOD Live uh, in November, we did a session with uh, one of our boss members, Kylie Dean, who walked us through how she manages her team with Asana. And she had actually just taken a, a long vacation right before joining us for that session. And when I checked in with her, just to make sure all was good for that coming session, she actually said, That she had less of that overwhelming feeling of catch-up when she came back from her holiday because of using a program like Asana, where uh, she could delegate tasks and knew exactly where everything was when she came back. So that was a great one. The recording's still available within membership. So if you're just joining or you missed that, make sure you catch up on that one and then join us for BOD Live salary coming up in December. So all of these and more are at businessofdesign.com in the event section. So please join us for one or all of them. Thanks so much.
1: Carmen, good morning. How are you? Great. How are you doing? Good. Have you had your coffee?
2: Yes, absolutely. I cannot live without coffee.
1: Right? I know. I think right. if I had some medical condition and they said, you have to give up coffee or you're going to die, I would like to say, gosh, it's been great. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't tempt fate like that. But anyway, we're not going to talk yeah. about coffee on this episode. We're going to talk about something almost as amazing as a boost of caffeine, and that is working with vendors and suppliers who have your back, who really understand the challenges of the job, and who we can rely on, even if we're solo entrepreneurs. We work because that's a lot of our audience. You know, uh, it's it's that designer who works for herself. And um, feels overwhelmed. And I'm constantly hammering at them that you want to think of yourself as a corporate we, not as a little old me. And vendors and suppliers are an immediate way for you to have a team, but most of us don't take advantage of it. So tell us, tell us your background and tell us what you think we're leaving on the table in terms of our vendor supplier relationships.
2: Absolutely. So I'm Carmen Reinhauer and I've been a sales representative outside sales. So I'm on the road um, for about seven years now for two different companies. Um, My territory is all of North Carolina, South Carolina, and then they lumped in um, Savannah and St. Simon's Island for me, which I got to admit, I do not... Um, I do not hate that. I love I, traveling there.
1: So I was going to say like that's
2: awesome. <laughs> yeah. I think I have the best territory. I mean, I love it. I get to see the mountains, I get to be by the ocean sometimes. I mean, I just love all the cities and I have the best people. So
1: Oh, I bet. I'm really for that. What types of product do you represent?
2: So, I have a fabric and wall covering line, and we also have some accessories. And then I have a lighting and furniture and decor line as well.
1: Okay, so it runs the gamut. Okay, and so you've been doing this how long?
2: Seven years, been on the road for seven years.
1: <laughs> I've been on the road for seven years. I'm like I'm a trucker. <laughs>
2: yes, yes. life on the road is not for everybody, but um I I love it. I do. I mean sometimes I get road weary because I'm on the road every single week. Um, but I just love it. It's something different every day. I love seeing the people that I've built relationships with now, love catching up with them. Um, it's just really great. And I love going out to um dinner and trying different restaurants in all the different cities. I'm a little bit of a foodie and I'm a runner. So I love trying new runs when I go to a new city and stuff like that. So uh, it works out really well for me because I don't like to sit still very long. Yes. <laughs> I'm one of those people. So it's good to be on the go.
1: Such a pretty part of the country too. I just yes. I love, well, obviously my, I have a daughter named Raleigh, so I clearly love that part of the world. Um, so you must have met at least a few interior design professionals in the seven years, and what's your take on what we're leaving on the table?
2: So I love interior designers. I think you guys are just such an awesome group of people. You're so creative. You're typically very um, caring about your communities and kind. I love how you're um, wearing so many different hats. A lot of interior designers are moms and juggling a career life and family life and. Um, Small business owners, I just think, are really incredible people. Um, One thing that I have noticed that that you don't always utilize is the fact that your sales representative, if they're a good one, they know their line inside and out. So um, specifically for my fabric line, I'm showing that fabric four to five times a day for, um, you know, three to four months. So I have it completely memorized. And that is really important for you as a designer, because I can help you find what you need so quickly. You know, I can shop something and maybe we should talk a little bit about that term, like what a shop job means, because that's one of the biggest ways that your sales representative can help you. Um, do you want me to unpack? Yes.
1: I like, I don't even think I've ever heard the term shop job. Oh, really? (laughs) No. What does that even mean?
2: Baby, so to. Well, to me, that means, um, okay, so you selected a fabric and maybe that was four months ago and you planned your entire room around this fabric and then you go to order it. You finally are ready. You're in that phase. Let's order this fabric. And you realize it's been discontinued. And you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? My client loved this fabric. The whole room was based on these colors and this pattern, whatever it is. Um, So what you need to do then, in my opinion, is reach out to your sales representative and say, this was the fabric. Send a picture if you can. That helps so much. Um, Include details like what you're using it for. Is this going to be drapery? Is this going to be upholstery? Um, What sizes do you need? If it's a product, that kind of thing. Any details that you can send help. And then I can go through our millions of SKUs it feels like we have millions and I can find and send you options to look at and compare with the rest of your project and see if they'll work for you and um, price point is also important there if you include kind of if price matters sometimes price doesn't matter and those are really fun projects Mm -hmm. but sometimes you have to keep it within your budget and you can include what price point you're looking for and then I'll send you ideas that are as similar as I can get them to be to the thing that you're missing or
1: needing. Okay. Fair enough. You know, it's interesting if you're a business of design member, it is not taking you four months between finding the perfect fabric. That's your whole project's going to hinge around and ordering that is, that just can't be happening. However, there's a moment Carmen, right? Where we could back it up and start with you. I could start yeah. with you i could reach out to you and i could say here's the project it's uh you know it's in i'm trying to think of a city charleston beautiful charleston yes, okay. it's a historic home they love you know pale blues and pale greens i'm looking for this vibe here are the four floor plans i need the draperies i need the sofa i need the you know pillows on the sofa you know i could give you all of that information as well as a couple of inspiration folks and say, can you help fast track this? Because I'm short on time. Have you ever found yourself drowning in a sea of vendor logins, clicking through endless links and trying to keep tabs on all the orders for all your design projects? Well, say hello to Daniel House Club. They're not just any old club. They're founded by fellow designers who get us. They'll provide you with everything you need to manage your design business all in one place. Let Daniel House Club take the order logistics off your hands and handle the hassle. And that lets you focus on what you do best, which is design beautiful spaces, right? With the industry's lowest trade pricing and flat rate shipping, which is awesome, across top vendors like Forehands, Eicholtz, and Korean Co, you can take control of your business and increase your bottom line while delivering exceptional value. Join as a Pro Plus member today and get fifty percent off your membership at Daniel House. And because this community is so important to Daniel House Club, they're extending another special offer. Top BOD customers on DHC currently have over $100,000 of furniture on each of their boards whether you've been on DHC for years or you're signing up today, add $10,000 worth of goods to your board. That's not a lot, right? And you will be emailed a $100 gift card to use on future orders. Thank you, Daniel House Club. We love that.
2: Yes, absolutely. I have people who send me mood boards. I have people who send me, um, you know, they already have the room sort of laid out and they're literally, they give me a little arrow and they're like this sofa, I need a fabric that is um, stain repellent. And in this color story and, you know, any details like that, the more you get it lined up ahead of time, the faster it goes. And so, yeah, that's a great place to start. Just send me your ideas, send me your mood, any visuals help. Um, and then it's, it's pretty easy from there. I can kind of put together a whole room and send it to you and you can kind of pick what you like. Some things don't work. Some things do. It's, it's really a cool process when you get it, when you get that rolling and you, and you think of that first. Um, it can really save you a lot of time um, and money, obviously.
1: And that translates actually um, into saving your clients time and money, right? Because the truth of the matter is we're not trying to bulk our clients out of as much as we can get. And often. Design professionals have a real fear of billing their clients for every hour. So, we want to have integrity about spending our time efficiently. So, someone like you Mm -hmm. who's a sales representative, not just for a a wall, I mean, fabrics and wall coverings, but also furnishings and decor, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. almost a one stop resource for all your needs because you could add those other elements as well. Why do you think we hold back from asking for help from professionals like you? What what is that about?
2: That's a good question. I think it's not so much holding back. I think it just kind of slips slips your mind. You know, you don't even think of that as um, as as a resource. You kind of forget.
1: Do you think it's also? Um, we talk a lot about giving the majority of your business to key suppliers and key vendors. That is a benefit for so many reasons, but largely because you get to know someone like Carmen and you develop a rapport and Carmen begins to understand that you always hate when she sends through stripes or twalls or um, you hate rounded arms on sofas, you like square arms on so whatever it is, right? You You get into kind of a groove and that fast tracks your workload saves your clients money, which is amazing and gets the job done more quickly, which everybody loves.
2: Yes. And that's one thing that I love about interior designers. There's, there's so many interior designers, but everybody has a different style. And I love kind of learning that about them, what they, what they gravitate towards, what they want to be known for. I mean, sometimes you get that surprise client and I love those emails. They crack me up. Some people would be like, we never do shimmer, but I have the ultimate shimmer client right now. Send me all your shimmery things. And I'm like, I've got you. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you wouldn't use typically. And that's what I'm going to be sending to you right now. You know, it's just really fun to get to know each personality and their design styles. And uh, I really love that about my job. Um, it's It's really a fun part of what I do.
1: There's another benefit to working with, or more exclusively at least, with particular vendors and suppliers, and that is you can grow the discounts that you get mm-hmm. on behalf mm-hmm. of your clients. It saves clients money, it makes you more money, and it, it also helps, I think, the vendors and suppliers to get to know who their key customers are, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. So there's a couple benefits I can talk about with that. Every company has a different System in terms of discounts and pricing and that kind of thing. So for an interior designer, that is an important question for you to ask your sales representatives. How do I get to my lowest possible pricing? Some companies just have one price and that's all. You know, they don't they don't do a lot unless you're ordering in huge volumes. Other companies have um, like a minimum. Once you hit that minimum, then you get bumped down to lower like wholesale pricing and that type of thing. So it's just important to ask that question. And and get the answer. Make sure you're clear on what you need to do to get to a certain level. Another benefit would be that um, you know I hate to say this, but money does talk in some uh, ways. And so if you're in a large account with a company, they're more um, willing to give you some added discounts when they know that you rely on them. When things go wrong, you know we've got your back. We make sure to make the problem right. And you know if you're only ordering. $200, you know, one pillow, let's say, um, every three years, but then it's not, it, it's not going to have the same pull or sway in terms of, you know, that type of thing in terms of discounts, in terms of pricing, in terms of when things go um, horribly wrong, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're not really on the radar. You want to be on their radar.
1: Right, which is one of those main reasons that I think it's really wrong to let your clients do the purchasing. It's really not a good idea to pass on your discounts to clients. The, that's your discount. How you de- determine you're going to share it or not share it uh, mm-hmm. is up to you. So there's lots and lots of benefits of being a key customer. You mentioned that you would, you know, Step up and cover, you know, a big account. Like, whoa, this thing happened. They lost their, you know, raspberry velvet uh, at the last minute. I'm going to find a substitution for them. But you know, something else, there are times when you're doing a project, like we've in the past, we've done things like women's shelters, and the budgets are very, very small. And so I would go to a favorite sales rep and say, I have no money. Like, this budget is so small. What are my options? And, you know, you'll know, like, hey, we happen to have this. One fabric I just saw, and there's some problem with the run, but it won't bother. You know, if you're going to be using it for drapes, it won't matter. Like, you would have insights into how we could really stretch the budget if that came up.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And a lot of companies, when you're doing a charity project, they have a budget for that. And that is another one of my favorite, absolute favorite things is that I love sponsorship opportunities. And so it's always such a privilege. I feel so privileged to be included in a designer's room if they're doing a show house or if they're doing a charity project. Um, We have some really great programs like that in my territory. And I'm always the first one. Like You can ask anybody there. They send me the... Email, and like two seconds later, I'm like, I'm in. I love that kind of thing. Like, we're so on board for that. Um, I love getting discounts for that. And there's added discounts for show houses typically and charity projects. So, always ask your rep about that for sure.
1: Yeah. And again, like if you're a good customer of that rep, it's easier for them to get approvals sometimes for those kinds of big asks.
2: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So, when we come to a vendor or supplier, we need help with a project. It's not cheating it's not you know no you're not hurting anybody but you need all the information does it help to send things like floor plans inspiration photos um yes. there's a dog <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stuff.
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so it depends on what you're looking for. Um, but if measurements are important in terms of the size of something, then a floor plan really does help. If you're just looking for, um, you know, fabrics, I don't need measurements per se, but more so what they're going to be used for. Wall right. coverings, does it need to be washable? Does it need to be durable? That kind of thing. Um, high performance, stuff like that.
1: Oh, my husband just delivered a coffee to me. How nice is that? Oh, Thank
2: you yo. a good one then. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: A good, good husband, <laughs> you mean, or good coffee? <laughs> Both. <laughs> the coffee to a determined <laughs> husband. good. Good job. <laughs> um, so once I've... Gone to you, and I've made my selections. There's also the very big task of figuring out the yardage, or not, we don't figure out the yardage. We let the professional who is going to be doing the upholstery or the draperies figure out the yardage, but we would come back to our rep. This is the yardage we need. What's the lead time? You know, what's the likelihood this is going to be discontinued? Like, tell me what I need to know before I present this to my client, right? That's another place that we can lean on you.
2: Yes, absolutely, and that's another um, area where it's very important to find good vendors to partner with. Because, for instance, one of the companies I work with, like we don't discontinue anything for um five, until five years after it's been introduced. So, like you've got to find companies that aren't just bringing out all this new product and not necessarily backing it up. Um, they need to have the capabilities to store the stock to have the stock and keep it keep it current. And so when you find a company like that, you really need to like hold on, <laughs> hold on to them and and use them as a as a good resource.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. And that brings up another topic of this idea of the interior design professional thinking that it's his job or her job, their job to source the cheapest thing possible for a client. Don't do that. Don't go to websites, sketchy websites, because you think the velvet on the sketchy website looks the same as the velvet. Who's the fabric line you represent? I represent Romo. Romo. Okay. So the sketchy company's got a velvet that looks like a Romo velvet. Don't do it because it will not be the same. It will be a right. waste of money. And if it does come through and it's just an inferior quality item, do you really want that, to be in your client's home. That's your brand. Don't do it.
2: Right, right. And uh, one time I heard an interior designer say this. I hope it's okay to, to name drop her name, but Courtney Bishop, I saw her saying, I don't know where she got it or if she just made this up. But she was like, buy once, cry once. And that's really so <laughs> true in life. It's like, if you pay a little bit more on the front end, chances are you're getting a, a quality product and you won't have to replace it as quickly in the future. And that's such a huge lesson for all of us because it does hurt, you know, you're like, oh, paid a little bit more. I know this is this is, you know, it kind of hurts the budget and people do have that sticker shock. I've heard you talk about that before where it's like say the price and just let it sink in, you know, but you are buying something that's gonna hold up longer and be a better quality. And that's really the the selling point. And we all we all can value that because we've all had those times in our lives where we've been burned by buying the cheapest thing and then realizing, oh, that's why it was the cheapest thing because it fell apart.
1: Right, yeah. I'm thinking Broke. of the I'm thinking of the quilts I bought in India, and I brought them home to wash them, and they disintegrated. I mean, literally, like turned into a goo. It was like some science experiment. And so, not only were the quilts useless, but they ruined my washing machine. I had to replace the washing machine. They couldn't even fix it. Yeah, so I'm a firm believer. I like that. Buy buy once or cry once. I had a client the other day, and they are you know legit on a tighter budget. So we found an area carpet for the living room that was $8,000. That's not inexpensive. And then we found another one that was $2,000, but you the comparison between the two, it's just, you can't compare. So Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, when we did the styling, we had the $2,000 one on the bottom, the $8,000 one on the top. And they were really like, what should we do? What should we do? And I'm like, if you, if you can't, if the 8,000 is unaffordable, then there's no option. You go for 2,000 and don't worry about it. But Mm -hmm. if the 8,000 is affordable, you'll have this carpet for 25 years. And the other Mm. one, you will not like a synthetic carpet that gets a stain on it. It's not going to ever come clean the way you want it to. It's going to lose its luster. It's going to fall flat. Like it's just not going to hold up. So they, in the end, they decided to go for the expensive item. And that's a real problem for a lot of interior design professionals where there's kind of this fear to present the more expensive item when that actually could be the better benefit to the client. Mm
2: -hmm. Yes, absolutely. People are looking for things that are, are durable, that have value, that are going to hold up. And I know that that's what I do when I shop for things. Now I've learned that lesson the hard way, like your washing machine. And now I'm much more aware of the fact that you, you need to just, um, you need to, to buy quality things or just everyday life, you know, everyday life is so tough on all of your things. You know, you have kids, you have pets, you have, just dirt and and the mess, and you want things to hold up and be beautiful for a long time.
1: Well, and there's the environmental impact as well. Like this idea that these big ticket items are just replaceable in a couple of years, or just chuck it out when you're tired of it. Like, <laughs> I,
2: you <laughs> yes, know, that drives me crazy. I'm like, we need to stop this. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I love recycling, and that that's a fun thing we could you could kind of jump into. That's another way that you can utilize your rep. I always tell people if you have. Um, materials that you're not using in your library, always let me know because if they're still current and a lot of times our things are still current, I will come and get them. I will find them a new home. Please, please don't throw them away. And if you're gonna get rid of them um, and it is discontinued, I try to find places to donate it um, where they need those things and, and just try to keep it out of the out of the landfill at all costs as much as possible.
1: That's such a good point. You know, I have friends who volunteer in this art Group, uh, I'm not sure you know who the people are who, I believe they're recent immigrants to Canada, but they volunteer. And for example, they would take tons of leftover fabric samples because they teach quilting and different mixed media mm-hmm. art. So that's a good point as well. So yeah. get in the habit of leaning into those key suppliers who can save you time, increase your expertise, deliver better value for your projects and your clients right um just Mm -hmm. give your sales reps more time and consideration and thought think of them as part of your a team
2: Mm -hmm. yes absolutely like you talk about your trades a lot and meeting with your trades and keeping your trades close and finding quality ones the same ideas go for your vendors and your suppliers and and the sales reps that you're working with um I really believe in customer service and it's shocking to me sometimes how surprised people are when I answer them back. You know, I mean I'm like, is the bar that low?
1: (laughs) Sometimes the (laughs) bar is pretty low, I gotta tell you. The bar
2: is really low. They're like, Oh my goodness, thank you so much for calling me back. And I'm like, Yeah, that's common courtesy. You know, I believe in that. So it's I think sales reps sometimes have have gotten a bad a bad name or, or, you know, just not been as focused on the things that are really important to interior designers and can help them. So I'm really big on being professional, having systems in place, trying to change that mentality. Um, I, I don't, I'm not a pushy sales rep by any means. You know, I, I think those days are kind of, They've gone by the wayside. I think when I started in this industry, there were a lot of old men. No offense to old men. But I
1: like <laughs> we love old men.
2: <laughs> right. old men. They just had a different, like that old school mm-hmm. mentality of like pretty pushy and not, you know. Not the most helpful. I, I don't know. I don't want to say too many like negative things, but I just think we're moving in a, a different direction where there's more diversity in sales representatives. I think hopefully we're, you know, much more helpful as a community of people now. And um, I don't know, I guess I should just speak for myself. I shouldn't make like sweeping generalizations, but I'm hoping that you know you realize that we really believe in your company and your business and in you and we're here to help. That's the main thing that I try to let people know. Is that i'm i'm here to partner with you and to make your business successful is one of the best parts of my job
1: you know what? And we need help. I can tell you that the work we do is complicated, <laughs> complex. The clients can be challenging some days. And, um, yes. you know, we would all do well to lean on those key suppliers who really make us look good again and again. So thank you, Carmen. Good conversation. We like to end every episode with design intervention. Some just final piece of advice you want to leave everybody with.
2: Yes. My advice, and I don't know if this is advice, but more so encouragement is just that you guys are doing an incredibly difficult job. There's so many factors involved people's personalities. It's their home. So people are usually on high alert when it comes to somebody, bringing somebody else into that process. And you guys wear so many different hats. You're, you're counselors, you're, you're like marriage. You're, I don't know. You're just <laughs> like, there's so many different things you're doing. Yeah. Um, and so I would just say like, hang in there but you're doing an amazing job. Home is the most important, most basic idea that everybody, needs you need that to be able to function and you guys are really providing a beautiful service in that you're making homes functional you're making the home beautiful you're making the home a place that people want to be and that's so important for families um, and I would just say after that crazy client just brush it off try not to take it too personally I meet with a lot of interior designers who have just gone through like really bad experiences with a client Mm -hmm. where like an attorney had to get involved and they feel horrible and it really takes the joy out of the process of interior design for them. And that breaks my heart. I'm like, that's just so sad when you, when you see that. And I would just say, brush it off, you know, and pick yourself up and you can do this and try not to view it as, as so much of like, it was you as it was something you know, with a client that is out of your control. I think that kind of helps to reframe the situation. Sometimes you just get those crazy clients and you're doing all the right things, but it's just lost in communication. So Hmm. I would just say, hang in there. You guys are awesome. I love, you know, what you're trying to accomplish. And and that's, I guess, my, my advice. I don't know if it's advice, but just encouragement.
1: Who wouldn't want to hear that from Carmen on a regular basis? Like, I'm (laughs) going to call you for sure. I'm way outside of your territory in both places that I work, but uh, that's really good advice, I think. I love this thought of uh, quit taking it personal, quit Q-tip. I think of a Q-tip, quit yeah. taking it personal. It's not about you. It's just business. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: And you can't control the crazies and they come along every so often. I mean, even, you know, when you're trying your best to weed them out and mm-hmm. make sure that doesn't happen. Um, I still just meet with a lot of interior designers and, and we get talking and they're like, yeah, I'm just really going through it with this one client or they're, yeah. they just got done and wrapped it up and it leaves that kind of icky feeling. And you're just like, that was not... On and it is really demoralizing and you kind yeah. of just have to recover and and heal from that you know you have to just move on and realize there are a lot of good people out there and what you're doing is so important
1: yeah and make sure you take time to analyze this I mean if you're getting a client like that once a year or you know twice a year or every other year there's something in your systems that's not working so it's it might be you right sometimes it is us yeah. we make mistakes we don't cover we're not not as clear in communicating. And the good news is if it is you, you can, you can change you can, you can mm-hmm. t- take control of it. But I would say we probably get a client that is really challenging once every six, seven years. Honestly, it's really that infrequently. If you get your pre-qualifying process right and your qualifying process right, and you have systems to rely on, you shouldn't be hitting the wall like that too often. But when it happens, you're so right, boy, is it lousy. It feels terrible yeah mm-hmm. all right well yeah, the, anti- the antidote to that is to have someone like Carmen in your life
2: <laughs> yeah I'm your biggest cheerleader I'll, I will pep you up I'm keep you, keep I you going. Oh. So that's not a great um you know reason to connect with people is that you know they can support you in your journey and when they see what you're going through you know you can find little ways to help people and um, that's really important too
1: that is Uh great conversation thank you so much Thank you. Have a great day. Happy Monday. Thank you. You too.
0: Thanks for listening and supporting the BOD mission to improve the industry one design business at a time. If you're ready to implement an exact business model for running a streamlined, profitable business, field tested by thousands of design professionals around the world, head to businessofdesign.com and get started today. It's time to dramatically improve your business and transform your life.